Blog Talk Radio. Take over. Yeah, you're on now. All right. Thank you, brother. Amen. Amen. Gather round, gather round, gather round. Amen. It is a blessing to be here. The word says where there is two or three gathered in the midst. Amen. He said, I am in the midst where there is two or three gathered. Amen. We thank the most high God. Amen. For this opportunity. We thank you for our lives. Amen. We thank you for another day that he said that we should be here, even though we didn't deserve it. Amen. We got to be honest with ourselves. Did we, did we deserve What makes us better than the next person that didn't make it? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing makes you better than the next person. Amen. God, just, he just love. He's full of love, grace, and mercy. And I said that he didn't love those that didn't make it. Amen. But he's shown his grace and mercy to us this day. So we are grateful, family, we are grateful for you all tuning in, for being here. Amen. We're going to talk about some of the things that's going on in the world today. Amen. We're thankful for life itself. Uh, we pray that the elder comes on here pretty soon. Amen. He may just be running a little late. I'm sure he'll be here in a few seconds. Amen. Amen. But we want to get into some things that's happening to our, in our world today. Amen. We want the saints to keep their head up. We know it's a challenge out there. I'm hearing more and more uh, as I go and talk to people. People, more and more people are complaining about the cost of living is steadily going up. Amen. The no, cost no. of living is, is steadily going up. There he is. Amen. 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 So I'm going to give a turn over to the brother, but I just want to say this real quick. Go ahead. Amen. Don't be here. Amen. After the gathering together of the saints. Don't be here. If you complain about Amen. If you complain about what gas prices and food prices are looking like now, oh my gosh. Just 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 for the cost of wheat or bread, 
costs you like 80 bucks. Yes, sir. Not even a full meal. A full course yes, meal is going to cost you more than that. That's just for one person. That's not for the whole family. And we know that most of us, you're talking about a tenth of our check. Amen. Either, either whether it's every week or every other week. Amen. Uh, that's the Amen. average pay for most, most Americans. Most Irish pay out the insurance to take home either 800 a week or 800 every other week. People are just barely getting by. We are praying for Ooh. you all so much. Amen. I'm going to let the brother come on and let him do Go his ahead, thing. Amen. And Amen. however way he wants to conduct it, amen, we'll follow. Go all ahead, right. doctor. All right, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm sorry <laughs> I'm late. Uh, no, I'm that's sitting right. here right at the table. I'm sitting at the table with my Bible mm-hmm. over looking at some mail, and I looked at my clock, and I said, oh, two minutes right. over. Let me get on here and hey, let's hey, talk man. about Jesus. This, did, this is Watchman on the Wall. This is Watchman on the Wall. This is End Time Ministry coming on down from Warren, Ohio, on down to Atlanta, Georgia, and we're going on over to Lubbock, Texas, over there where Brother uh, Tim Jackson is, one of my co-hosts. Amen. Amen. Wonderful man of God, man that loves the Lord, man that's all out. All glory be to God. Oh, he's out for trying to convince the souls of men, you need a Savior. You need a Savior. Amen. You need a Savior. You need somebody to save your soul in these last and evil days because absolutely, definitely we are living in the last days. There's no if, no and, and no buts about it. I know the devil, he's mad as hell. He is so mad, yes, he, he don't know what to do with himself. He's trying to tap everything that concerns about Jesus Christ because he's always wanting to be like Jesus Christ, look like Jesus Christ, talk like Jesus Christ, and do what Jesus Christ do, but he can't do it because he's only a what? A, a created a created cherubim. He's anointed That's right. Lucifer, one of the highest angels that God ever created, and he rebelled against God in heaven ooh, thousands and thousands of years ago, and he's still after God, but he can't do nothing with God ooh, because he was created by God, and God put him in his place, and his place is going to be at the last days, at the end of time, at the end of the uh, tribulation period. He's going to be cast into the bottomless pit. And after the bottomless pit, uh, after the millennium reign, he's going to be cast into hell's fire, Gehenna. And there he will burn forever. Mm. And all those that follow him, all those that's in love with Lucifer, all those in love with Beelzebub and the devil, people are going to be in hell with him. Don't follow the devil. Please don't follow Lucifer. He's a liar. He's a backstabber. He's a hater of God's people. He hates God. He hates anything that has to do with God. So why are you going to follow him? The only reason you'll follow him is because in the life of sin, there's nothing but pleasure. And that's what people love. They love pleasure. They love the pride of life. They love money. They love sex. They love the gospel. They love to be on the high pinnacle. But let me tell you, I don't care how high you get. You can't get higher than the Almighty because he's the highest of the highest. Before we get into it, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you tonight, this evening, this afternoon. Thank you, Lord, for your love and those that are going to listen to your word of God. We ask you right now to touch each and every one tonight, Lord. Let them be attentive to the word of God. Lord, we ask you to bless Brother Tim, Lord, bless me in my ministry and giving people the word of God straight through from Genesis to Revelation. I will not skip skip a book in the Bible. There's 66 books, and you can know all of them. But if you don't know Jesus Christ, you still can go to hell. There's a lot of people that know the Bible, but they don't know the man who wrote it. 
And that was God himself through holy men as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So as we pray, Father, we just ask you right now in the name of Jesus, touch right now your Holy Spirit. Let it move in compassion and kindness and repentant spirit and long-suffering in Jesus' name that somebody may awaken from their slumber sleep and accept your son, Jesus Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We on the honey trail. We like we like we just like a, bl- a bunch of bloodhounds. We seeking souls of man, Amen. We seeking souls for man that they can accept Jesus Christ. Because if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, according to the Bible, Amen. not me. I can I ain't got no heaven or hell to put you in, Amen. And I I, I, I ain't into I ain't into that. I ain't no judge. I ain't no lawyer. I'm just Amen. a man of God, preaching the word of God, trying to what? Sniff out sin and let you know there's a, the, how you can get rid of it. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Amen. Christ can tear sin up. It'll blow it to smithereens. I know what I'm talking about because he blew me up. Amen. And you know right. that sin out of me, guess what? He poured the Holy Spirit in me. He poured his love in me. He Amen. poured his joy in me. He poured eternal redemption in me. In other words, what you saying, preacher? I'm saying eternal <laughs> redemption means I'm saved forever. Woo! I'm That's saved right. forever. The devil can't do me no harm. Only thing he can do is try to mess with this full flesh that I have. Amen. Mess with the pride of life. But he can't handle it. Amen. Because Jesus Christ keeps me humble. He keeps me meek and mild. He keeps me filled with the love of God. He keeps me preaching the word of God. In season, out season, when you like it, when you don't like it. So what we're going to talk about, I want to give you a testimony this, this evening before we get into the word of God. Of all my ministry time of 58 years, I've been preaching for 58 years. I've had three dreams, three dreams in my lifetime uh, uh, that concerns the word of God and the concern about the kingdom of God and concerns about salvation. My first dream that I dreamed, I was 19 years old, 19, young man, full of fire, amen. But I had problems, amen. I wasn't doing what God called me to do until he called me. But I had a, I had a dream. One night I come come from, a, I don't know, football game or whatever I come from, and I laid on my Amen. couch, and I went, in, I went in a deep sleep. And about ooh, early in the morning, about 3 o'clock in the morning, I had a dream. And I, this dream was not terrifying, but it was a warning to me. Look at here. I dreamed. Listen now. I dreamed that I was in a big field. And around the field was nothing but fire. There was a, a ring of fire around me. The fire yes, wasn't Lord. burning me, but it was around me. And I wonder why the fire was around me. And then when I decided to look up in my dream, I looked up into the sky, up into the blue sky, and it was written clear across the sky. It says, the end of the world. When I Ooh. looked at that. It says the end of the world. I looked at that, and I was trying to say, why you got fire around me if it's the end of the world? The reason why, because in the Old Testament, the old world was destroyed by water. My mama told me the rainbow Mm -hmm. represents that God said, I'm not going to destroy the world no more by water. It's going to be fire next time. And that ring of fire represents the world that you're in now is going to be consumed with fire and be renovated and be renewed and be uh, 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 transformed into a planetary system that's going to have no sin. But that ring of fire represents 
hell's fire, and I was mm. in the midst of the fire, but it wasn't burning me. I woke up. When I woke up out of my sleep, my kneecaps was like water. I got so weak, my back, my, I, I said my back, my, my back straightened up. Then I said, ooh, my goodness, the end of the world. So when I woke up, I immediately opened the shades of the, of, 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 of the blind and looked outside, and I seen my car outside. I said, ooh, not yet. Ooh, that's when I was 19 years old. Amen. I, I never will forget it. It wow. is printed in my soul. It is written in my soul and in my spirit. The second dream I had, I was about 40 years old, and I was married. I had about four kids, and I went to bed mm. that night. When I w- went to bed that night, I had a dream that I saw Jesus Christ coming in clouds, and there was a portal open. Oh, there was like a, like a door open in, in the middle mm. of the sky. And I looked up and I saw Christ. I didn't see his face now. I just saw his brightness and his glory and his, 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 his angels, Madrid of angels, were surrounding him. I saw that. When I saw that, I said, oh, my goodness, because I always wanted Jesus Christ to come any day for me. <laughs> I know that's right. That, that was my dream, to be with Jesus Christ and see him. All right. Just the other night, I went to bed. When I went to bed, I went to bed with the Lord on my mind. I was saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you for the day. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for my uh, faults. But my faults, you already took my faults, so I had to worry about my faults. I went in a dream. I started dreaming. When I dreamed, I was sitting at a bus station or a train station. I was sitting somewhere. And all of a sudden, I saw people leave the earth. I actually saw people leave the earth. And they were leaving, not in their bodies that they have now, but they were living in a like a golden body. And they was going up mm. one by one, all of a sudden. And I looked and I looked and I looked. I said, oh, this is the rapture. This is the rapture. But Amen. all those people that I saw in my dream that was moving up, I never moved. I never went up in the rapture. And I wonder why. I knew I, I knew it was safe. I said, I, I, I wonder why I ain't going. I didn't get excited because I know I've been born again. And see, when you know Amen. you've been born again, you ain't got nothing to worry about because Jesus Christ That's paid right. what? He paid the price on what? Calvary's cross. He Calvary. shared his blood. And when he shared his blood, he shared it for me. He became sin that knew no sin. And so when he died for my sins, I knew that I gave all my sins to the Lord. And that's what you need to do tonight. You need to give all your sins to the Lord. You need to give everything that you done done wrong and say, Lord, you take it and forgive me and let me receive your son in my life. He said, uh, you know what Rome said. You know what old brother Paul said. If you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Woo! Amen. I woke up this said. And I said, I got three testimony dreams. Jesus Christ mm. is on his way back to this earth. He is on oh, his way. He is so close. He is so close that if I would tell you at the range that we're in, you wouldn't even believe it because it, we are living at the very end of what? The church age. The Amen. church age. Is almost done. You know why? Because the Bible said in the last, there should be a falling away first. And folks have fell away 
from the cross. Yes, they have. That's where the church begins. The church begins at the cross. If you don't have cross, if you don't have cross in your life, if you don't have Christ in your life and don't have the surveying of the cross and what it can do for you, guess what? You're not in the church. you got to be what? Born again of not the water, not flesh and blood, but be born of the spirit. And that spirit Amen. dwells in you. If that spirit dwells in you, then you have the love of God in you. And if you say you love God and hate your brother, you don't have the spirit of God in you because the spirit of God is love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who what? Whosoever, black man, white man, yellow man, bad man, wicked man, sinful man, liar, cheapskate, homosexual, lesbian, if you want Jesus Christ to save your life and change your life, you got to come to him. You got to come to him. But otherwise, you you cannot have a changed life because Jesus Christ is the only God in the heavens, underneath the heavens, and through heaven that can save you to the utmost. All these other gods that you're hearing about, all these other denominations that you're hearing about, all these occults and all these Luciferians and all these Baphonets and all these Kabbalahs and all this wicked religion that's going on in the world cannot deliver you from sin. Think about it. Think about it. There's nobody can deliver you from sin but Jesus Christ. And I get I I got my three testimonies that I dream, and I tell you one thing, it's it's it's, it's the truth. I ain't make these up. I'm telling you right now. And the last one was about the rapture. The the second one was about the second coming of Jesus Christ. The second coming of Jesus Christ is when he's coming in power with all his angels. And that's at the end of the tribulation period. That don't happen until the seven-year tribulation is completed. And then he said at the beginning, amen, the rapture is going to occur because Jesus Christ is going to what? He's going to remove his body. That's Christ's body. If you've been born amen. again, you belong to the body of Christ. Amen. I, I have a denomination that I was raised in. That, that was the Baptist, Presbyterian, whatever, Catholic. But let me tell you, I can be in that body on that domination, and, and if I don't accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, I still can go, go, die and mm. go to hell because going That's to church right. don't save you. Going to church, so what, what, what church do, church is a place where you're supposed to have assembly, and where you're supposed to have fellowship, and where you're supposed to learn the word, proclaim the word, teach the word, uh, understand the word, so you can live a better life as you read the word. And the reason why so many weak Christians are in the world today is because they don't read the Bible. They don't pray. They don't fast. They, they don't take time for God. They're all busy, 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 busy. Only time they really go to church is when somebody... And maybe invite them, or they got some business to do in the church. Well, when you go to church, actually, you're supposed to have a Bible with you. You're supposed to be in prayer. You're supposed to have a, a, a life that God can use that you won't be half, 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 you know, half in the world and half in the church. If you half in the world and half in the church, you can't serve God. Either you love one and hate the other, or hate one and love the other. And the world today is half-hearted. They're jack-leg, trying to jack-leg God. But let me tell you something. These three last Dreams that I've had, you better get ready. That's mm. the only three dreams I had in my lifetime as serving the Lord. And serving the Lord, if you live close to the Lord, God will reveal things to you. I know what I'm talking about. 
and he has revealed to me that the world will end in fire. He's he revealed to me that he's coming into the portals of glory, and he's revealed to me there is a rapture for sure as you born. As sure as you live in it, there is a rapture, and guess what? Guess what? Nobody is going to go through the rapture that has been born into the body of Christ. Amen. Nobody. So don't go telling folks I'm going. I'm trying to get saved. No, don't be trying to get saved. Just get saved. Let Jesus Christ save your soul. That's because right. if He don't That's save right. your soul, guess what's going to happen next? We're going to see well, the rapture. We are going to experience the rapture, and the rapture is not for Israel. It's for the church. All the Jews that accepted Jesus Christ is in the church. All the Gentiles that accepted Jesus Christ in the church. But Israel will not be raptured up. I'm talking about the unbelieving Jews mm-hmm. that don't believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. They will have to go through the tribulation period because God said in the end time, I'm going to use you at the last seven years. I'm not going to use the church at the last seven years. I don't need the church no more. The church don't been here 2,000 years. Check it out. 30 AD until 2020, the church that went through seven, seven church ages have passed up on the earth. The church of Ephesus, the church of Smyrna, the church of, of uh, Pergamos, the church of Thotara, the church of Sardis, the church of Philadelphia, and the church of Laodicea, the lukewarm, half-hearted, backsliding church that playing with God, have a form of godliness, but they ain't got no power, no power of the Holy Ghost that can transform your life to be what God has called you to be. And I thank God for the Holy Ghost mm. because it has kept me down through the years, down through the years. He have, he have guided me and led me to this present day that I'm able to what? Express the gospel to the world and let them know there's no other name given under heaven whereby men can be saved in the name of Jesus Christ. And I know some people trying Farrakhan, they're trying Buddha, they're trying Shintoism, they're trying all kinds of religion, but let me tell you, it ain't, ain't work. It ain't going to work because they don't have no blood sacrifice. And the only blood sacrifice right. that can That's save right. you from right. sin is the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, look her here. Look her here, devil. Rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You ain't got no power over the blood of Jesus Christ. But if you ain't in Jesus mm. Christ, Satan has power over you. He can tell you anything, and you'll do it. He'll give you That's he'll right. give you all the, the the utensils that you want. But he can't tell me nothing. Woo! And he's older than I am. He's old as dirt. Hey, man, dirt. <laughs> That's to get up and walk away because Satan is an old fallen angel, and he's doomed for hell. And guess what? Yes, he he's is. taking all those that believe in him. And people today believe in the devil before they believe in God Almighty. They believe in witchcraft, voodoo, hoodoo. They believe in levitation. They believe in Ouija board. They believe in zodiac. They believe in all that stuff. But I'm going to let the brother have it a little bit. When I come back, guess what? We're going to talk about this rapture. Woo! We're going to break it down. I'm going to show you in the Bible where in the Old Testament, Old Testament, what's going to happen when the rapture happens, what's going to happen in hell. I'm going to show you in the Bible where hell is going to be disturbed when the rapture occurs. Oh, look at here. That's in the book. Because hell don't want the rapture to occur. Hell wants the church to go through the tribulation. 
But the, 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 the church ain't going to go through the tribulation. And I'm going to prove it to you through the scriptures in the 14th chapter of Isaiah. So you better get it ready because as the brother comes forth, he's going to drop the, he's going to drop the sludge hammer on it a little bit, and then he's going to hand it back to me. But you pray, amen, that somebody tonight can hear this word of God and come to Jesus amen. Christ. Go ahead, brother. Work with it. Amen. Awesome word. Amen. Brother. Amen. Awesome. Amen. All glory be to the most high Amen. We're thankful for you. Thankful for the show. Thank Derek Oliver and his team for the show tonight. We thank you, uh, brother, for your word. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me on. Amen. 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 Good word. Good word. Good word. Amen. The brother said that the king is coming. Amen. You better get ready. Amen. The king is coming. Amen. Yeah. And I and I and I love his um his experience that he had because it seemed like the saints of God. Uh, those of us that are uh, the the true believers of God, we we have we have confessed with our mouth, we have believed with our heart that God had raised Christ from the dead. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. We've been through the plan through the plan of salvation. We've accepted Christ. We accepted God. We love God. Amen. Amen. We love the Holy Spirit. We love the whole host yeah. of heaven. Amen. Amen. And, and we can feel something. Amen. Come on, Christian. Amen. We feel something like, man, you know, something is about to go down. It's go about down, to bro. go down. Amen. We can feel it in the spirit. Amen. Amen. But I want to read something real quick. Uh, something I'm working on. Amen. I'm going to read this real quick because the brother's talking about the uh, the experience of the gathering together. Amen. Right. I want to talk a little bit, a little bit about... Um, about the millennial reign, because all right, one go thing, ahead, but brother. This this has been on my heart and on my mind. First, first, let me read this to you because I don't want to. I don't want to forget it. Uh, all right, Second Corinthians. Cause I meant to read it to y'all last week. Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, verse five. I want to show y'all something. Amen. I love this verse. This is Paul. Amen. Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, verse eight. Watch what he said. Well, I'm going to start verse 7. Watch what Paul said. He said, for we walk by faith, yes, not by sight. Come on. Amen. We walk by the Spirit. Amen. We walk because remember, amen, faith is the substance of what? Things unseen. All amen. Right. Amen. So, so when we have faith, we, we can't hold it. So it's kind of like hoping that you get a job or hoping that something good happens to you. You can't hold it. You, you don't have proof of it yet, but you believe that it's going to happen. Come on now. That's what faith is. Amen. But it's not Amen. by sight that we have it. That's not how we walk. Amen. We also speak those things into existence. Amen. Things, speak those things as though they were, as though they be. That's what the scriptures say. So in other words, we speak it into existence. In other words, we believe that it's going to happen. Amen. Come on. We believe. Come on. And, I, and, I, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, that we're trying to uh, speak the rapture of the gathering together. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just simply trying to get you to understand that I'm talking about salvation. We believe that we have salvation. We believe in our heart that Christ died on the cross. And the reason why I'm yeah. saying this is because there are so many disturbances, so many distractions in the world, so many false and, false and fake religions, like the brother said, that's out here 
speaking against God. So many different communities have come against the true word of God. They mock God. You think about this. Why they don't mock Buddha? Come Why on. they don't mock Muhammad? Come on. Why they don't mock, mock the founders of these different organizations like the Jehovah Witnesses or the Mormons? Why they don't mock those folks? Come on, but everybody want to mock and cuss God because they know, the devil knows who the true and only one God is. We walk <laughs> by faith and not yeah. by sight. I Come am on. saved. Elder Bazaar is saved. We have salvation. And, man, let me tell you, it's the Come best on. feeling in the world. I don't know what it is, brother, but it's just been something been just dealing with me. But I keep saying every day, Lord, I thank you for my salvation, which I've always done over the years, but even more so now. Oh, it's a blessed time. My brother says the same thing. He calls me. He lives in Florida. He says the same thing. Brother, I am so glad that we said, I said, man, you're right. I'm so glad that our parents raised us the way that they did. Amen. And I hate it for folks who didn't get that growing up. Maybe they wasn't reared up in a good uh, Bible teaching home or or maybe, maybe they just didn't have the right mentorship. But we're praying for you. Man, don't let this opportunity pass you by. Come on, there is no guarantee. There is no guarantee that on day one of the gathering together of the saints, the rapture of the saints, that you're going to live. So many people are going to die on that day. I'm Lord, talking about into the, into the millions. You are talking about the first day of the Great Tribulation. What do you think it's going to be like? You think it's going to be partying? You think folks are going to be at the bar? They going to, this is what they're going to tell the folks. It wasn't what? Alien abduction. Think about come how on, alien abduction on, See, we know that these demons and fallen angels want to be like God so much. So what do they do to people? They, in, in a sort of way, a fake or false gathering together. It's a fake rapture. They 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 go on, they, they hover over them in these ships and how do they do? They suck them up into these ships. Seriously, y'all think it's a joke? There are shows that you can go and watch, not only YouTube but the History Channel. Go and watch those shows about. Just type in alien abduction, and you'll see how these spaceships how they abduct animals, how they abduct cows. Come on, they man. Found, they, they have found cows somewhere in America. I can't remember. So I think it's somewhere like Missouri. I could be wrong, but look at just look this stuff up, and they, and they show that these these cows have been mutilated by some type of laser type device. They said there is nothing on earth that they have that can do that to a cow. Go look this stuff up. They Come on, man. A gap, a, a fake rapture, a fake rapture is what they're doing. Don't you know, amen, that when Come this on. day happens, it's like the movie said, planes are going to crash, boats are going to sink, car crashes. Folks going to commit suicide. The stock market going to crash. Folks going to go insane. They ain't going to know where their loved ones are, the mama, the daddy, the brother, the sister. Amen. Amen they ain't going to know brother. where their best friends are. Most of all, here's, gonna, here's the real kicker. They ain't going to know where the children are. Ain't going to be no need for school Come pretty on, much man. no more. They ain't going to know what to do with the school. The parents going to be committing suicide. I hate to say it, but they are. A lot of these people are crazy about their children. And don't you know if your child come up missing and you ain't got God, a lot of these folks will take their lives in a heartbeat. Come on, preacher. The whole world 
revolves around their children. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm like that. Man, I love my babies. I love my kids. I remember, brother, when I was a kid, when I was a child, how protected my dad was. My mom passed away when I was just eight years old. And my dad was so overprotective of me as a child. And he was like, oh, we don't all, all over, but, but over me in particular. Man, he wouldn't let me go between those five houses on our block. <laughs> Man, he he had women watching because my mom had passed away. He had women on the next street watching, and and not that they were women that you know it wasn't like well, that. These were just yeah. it was just how people were back then. They looked out for the community. We had remember you had them old mothers, that them grannies, them old mothers in the community. Yeah, yeah, they see the, everything. yeah. <laughs> they see everything, brother. Man, they see me go around that car. I'm like, how in the world does this woman see me? Boy, I get back around that block, my daddy waiting with a bill. I said, what in the world? How do you know? <laughs> For real, brother. Come on, I man. Said, how do you know I went around there? He said, did not tell you not to go around there. And I get a whooping. And this would happen several times until I learned not to go around that car. Like, man, he mean business. And I don't know why or who what. I never knew who it was. But I'm like, who got time? To set up and, and watch. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, they got a camera, a video, something. Amen. But the point I'm making, it's going to be a terrible day. Terrible day. It's going to be a terrible day. Let, terrible let me finish day. reading what the scripture says. Go ahead, brother. Watch what Paul said. Now, watch verse 8. This is a key verse to me. Watch what he said in verse 8. He says, we are confident. See, now I'm reeling it in. So what are we? What are we? What what am I? What is Elder Bazaar? What is Tim Jackson? We are confident. Do you know what to have confidence means? Well, right. It means that it means it's a sure thing. Like like you know it's gonna happen. You Come like, on, it's like a game. It's like a game. You know I'm gonna win. That's what confidence is. Oh, we're gonna win. It's a sure thing. It's gotta happen. Do you know that we are confident? And this thing called the gathering together, caught up, the rapture, we are, man, you just don't know. You, I, I, man, I wish I, could, wish I could just get you to see what we see. We are on, in this thing. Now, watch what Paul said, because you know what, brother? Uh, we've always heard this saying ever since I've been saved, but never really knew until just of recent years and recent times of studying what Paul was saying. Guess what Paul was saying? I'm going to show you some more scriptures, man. And these other scriptures, are new scriptures, I've just been studying. I'm like, wow, this is what Paul was saying all along. Why he say? He said, we are confident, I say, and willing rather. So for the folks that like to say, oh, but well, y'all just want to, y'all scared, Y'all don't want to go through the great tribulation. <laughs> Man, I heard some nonsense, brother. You just don't know. Come on, quick, silly you. stuff. Silly stuff out here. Oh, well, you know, we're going to be here, all this type of stuff. Let, let, me, let me say this again. I said this the other week. If there's two doors and you got Christ standing at, on a podium, he's going to say on the left, you go through the left door, you're going to go through the great tribulation. <laughs> if you're on the right, you come to heaven with me. Now, if you got any sense and you say you love God and that you're a child of God, you're a saint, 
common sense ought to tell you, I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to the right. I'm going Come to on. heaven with Christ. Come well, on. Don't that make sense, brother? Make don't sense, that make brother. sense? I'm going to heaven with Christ. I don't know what y'all doing now. If y'all want to go through the great tribulation, baby, baby boy, you have at it. You can knock yourself to the floor. <laughs> if that's Come what on, preacher. Go on and go through it if you think you can handle it. But I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to heaven with Christ. Why not? Amen. 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 Now, why, why, why what he said? He said, I say, and willing rather. So he's letting you know that I rather willingly go with Christ. Hey, watch what he said. To be present from the body. I'm sorry, to be absent from the body. In other words, hey, I love y'all. It's been nice. It's been good. It's even been fun. Amen. And yeah, but guess yeah. what? I, I got to go. Amen. That's what he said. He's just telling you. He said, and he said, he said, willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. See, what I'm saying to you is when they saw Christ ascend up into heaven, remember, remember uh, uh, Moses, I think it was in Acts, the first chapter. Let me see if I can go there real quick. Try not to take up too much time. Yeah, I want to show you this quick. real quick. Amen. All glory be to God. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Amen. Yeah, there it is. It said, uh, Acts 1 and 9 said, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went, so that means constantly, constantly just looking, yeah, steadfastly looking. toward heaven. Amen. Amen. Watch what he said. Amen. He said, uh, uh, it said, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, ye men of Galilee, come on, stand ye gazing up into heaven, this same Yeshua, Jesus, which is taken up. See, there we go. You see what he was? Come on. Taken up. That means there's a force, there's a power called the Holy Spirit. See, Come on. there's Come a on. gate. The brother just said in his dream, Lord, have mercy. He said, there's a gate. There's a door. See, heaven is so far from earth. You, man, you, you, you would die trying to think about how far heaven is from here. <laughs> Only you, God, sure would. You, can't travel, you can't travel to heaven. The, do you know there's three heavens? Our blue sky, the universe, and then Paul said where he is referring to Yahweh. The third heaven, which no one knows where it's at, know how to get there. It's, man, it's so far, you could travel for an eternity trying to get to heaven. You still won't never get, get there. It's, you'll never get there. There is not possible in time to get to heaven. You people Good understand that. It's inconceivable the travel to he- for earth to heaven or anywhere in the universe to heaven because you can't do it. God don't allow it. Amen. Amen. You get tired. You give up. You say, man, you know what? I've been traveling a trillion times, a hundred trillion times, a hundred trillion years. We still ain't got there. You can give ain't up. got there yet. Go- Not even halfway. Amen. You ain't got there yet. There you go. You give up. Because you know why? That's the way God designed it. See, people don't get God. So he said, there's a gate. See? Amen. Amen. Watch the brother said himself. 
He said, why stand ye, ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner. Like manner. Have, amen. There you go. As you have seen him go into heaven. He's going to come back the same exact way. When the trumpet sounds, the sky is going to split open. And do you know what's going to happen when the trumpet sounds? He's going to to descend, not us. He's going to come down with the voice of the And, man, baby, let me tell you, that's going to be a sight for us to see. You talking about tears rolling down our eyes to see the host and the angels of heaven and the armies of God that's already That's the armies that's already done. And we're going to join those. See, I tell people all the time, brother, I remember a time preaching in church. People used to be afraid of heaven. I said, why y'all act like y'all scared? Boy, you talk about heaven. They get more nervous about heaven than they do about hell. I said, come on, man, come hell on. is a joyous. No, God welcomes us. God can't wait for you to come to heaven. Christ can't wait for you to come to heaven. Ain't there no need for you to be scared. Paul to be out. He'd rather be absent from the body. And to be present with his mother, boy, he yes, said, Lord. I can't wait. Yes. But see, what they thought was in their lifetime when he went up, they said, well, you know what? We got to get ready. Christ is coming back. First, they thought he was going to come back in their lifetime. But what happened was several of them started to do what? All asleep. This yes. person started to die. This, it was like yes. 500 of them, a little over 500. This person started to die. This, they got older and older and older. As time went on, they start to die off. And then they begin to realize, you know what? Christ, must, he must not meant for our time. Then it was revealed to John. And then revealed to the great mystery was revealed to who? Paul. Paul yes, had the sir. mystery. See, the early church didn't get the mystery. Paul had the mystery. And that's why everybody at this day and time, all these folks about, oh, the church going to be here. All these folks. A hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, three, five hundred years, thousand years, they made up the, the, the rapture. Man, let me tell y'all something. This thing was written over 1,000, 1,500 years, probably 1,800 years ago. Probably yes, almost 2,000 yes, years sir. from the time Christ left. Because Paul said he witnessed it. Amen? Amen? Amen. So you, you think about this. You think about this. These folks couldn't have made that up. How could they have made something else that was up that was a, that was done thousands of years before they was even born? You can't make nothing up that's already made that's already written. It was already yeah. it's, almost, it's almost like saying it's almost like saying Paul and them made up Moses. Well, Moses and them had already happened before Paul was even born. Come Amen. On now. So he couldn't have made up. That had already the Moses that took the children of Israel out of Egypt and crossed the Red Sea. So you can't make an event that's already that's already that was preordained by God. So what I'm saying to you is, what I'm saying to you is, this here they thought was gonna happen. Now watch, I'm gonna show you some more scripture. Watch this. I got Go to ahead, show bro. you this before I give before I give it back over to the brother. That's all right, brother. Take <laughs> your time. Amen. Amen. But but I gotta read this other verse first. Watch this. Watch, I gotta read this first. And see, let me read verse eight, nine, and ten because I want you to grasp. Why we say that when the church is gathered together to leave here before the tribulation starts, watch what Paul wrote. 
see, people got to understand the grammatical writing of the Bible. You got to understand the grammar of the Bible. And you got to understand how the Bible is written, how words are in certain things in its context. See, people don't know how to interpret the Bible in its context, how it's written, and how certain things are included. Now, watch this. Now, he, now what Paul is referring to here, a lot of people don't, don't, didn't catch this. I didn't catch this until years later. He's really referring to what? The gathering together of the saints. Yeah. Because again, when that, I just read to you over in Acts how he said this same Christ is going to return. Remember that? Because the first yeah. time when Christ came, what did they think? Oh, he coming to free us from the wrong. He's coming to, to conquer his enemies. No, he came to do what first? He had to save mankind. He, he had to die for our sins first. Now, they knew after that, because he had talked to them, they knew that he was going to come back again. And did he not tell his disciples that? He promised, I'll go to what? Prepare a place for you, and then I shall what? Return to get you. They said, what? They got excited. He coming back to get us? Who wouldn't get excited about a God of Christ like that? He coming back. So they already knew the church, 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 not Israel, because Israel rejected Christ. The church knew what? He was going to come back. They just didn't know what. They just didn't know when. So you get when? that. They didn't know when he was coming back, but they knew that he was coming back. Now, watch this. Paul gave a hint. Brother, I didn't see this all these years until as a, as a recent. It was what Paul said. Amen. So what Paul is talking about in verse 9 is that he's really talking about, I'd rather be with Christ. I, I'm ready for him to what? Return. I want him to come back. And what? Get me. This is what Paul is saying. He said, come well, before we labor. Do we not labor? Sure, we, brother, we labor all the time. We study, we read, we go through the Bible, we piece it up, we chop these scriptures up, we go into it, we try to find what this word means, what this word means, or what this word means in the Greek, what this word is saying over here in the Greek. We labor. We deal with things. We talk to people. Uh, we worship God. We teach, we preach, we love, we labor. That whether present or absent, we may be accepted. Of him. Now, Amen. Watch this. Go you ahead. Know what verse nine is, is is again. Remember, I told you, Paul is referring to the rapture. He's referring to the gathering together of the saints. Watch this. Go over to First Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter. Let me show you something real quick. Watch the language. First Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter. Watch the language that he speaks. Come on, work with it. He said, wherefore we labor that we, whether present or absent. So in other words, he said, whether we are alive when he comes or whether we are already absent from the body, whether we're dead, we may be accepted of him. He's referring to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verse 51. He Go ahead. Says, Behold, I show you a what? A mystery. A mystery. We shall not all sleep. But we shall all be what? Changed. You see the pastor? That's what he's referring to, that, that whether we be what? Present or absent. In other words, whether we be present on this earth and alive when he returns, or whether we be already in the grave, he said we may be accepted of him. Now, watch with verse 10. This is how we know that when he comes back to get to church, we're going to be judged. We got to be judged. 
in order for us to be able to uh, rule nations, for us to make decisions. Do you not know? Do you not know that when Christ return, when we return back to the earth for Christ, that we're going to judge? Well, we Come can't on. judge Come nobody on. if we ain't been judged. That don't make no sense. You have to be rewarded and given your rank in order to judge, because you're gonna you're gonna have rank. You're gonna have rulership, authoritative over nations, not just a Come city, on, not over preacher. just a, just one person or two, four, five. God gonna give you a huge responsibility. In order to do so, you got to be judged. Your Come judges on, are man. rewards. Come Fix on now, doctor. Come on, work, Come work on. with me now. Work with me. Now watch. Drop, drop the how do we know that when when we when the when we go back to the Christ, how do we know? Watch what it says. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Now stop right there. Now you see the language in verses eight, nine, and ten. I showed you what Paul said. He'd rather be uh, absent from the body and present with the Lord. Right. He's referring to he yes. for Christ to go ahead and come back and get me. But he said, if not. He said, wherefore we labor that whether we whether I am present with the Lord when he comes, or whether we are going and hanging out of his body, we may be accepted of him. For we Lord, must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. What he is saying is the saints of God, when he do return, we all got to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Amen. Amen, Amen. brother. That's what he said. We got to appear That's what he said. Him. That's what he said. When he returns is what he's talking about. Amen. Some of y'all don't think that's what he's saying, but I'm going to show you some more scripture. And then watch what he said. That everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. Brother, I heard somebody say on one of them little YouTube channels talking about, uh, we gonna, he said that the church is going to go through the tribulation, and when Christ comes back at the very end, he gonna rapture us up, then we're gonna come right back down. I said that don't even make any sense. That sounds like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Don't know the Bible. Doctor said that sound like <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like, brother. I said, how did he get we're going to go through the tribulation. And because you know what, brother? I remember years ago, because I, I remember years ago before I believe what I believe now. I actually thought we were going to go through the tribulation. Because I tried to figure that out. I said, no. Because I remember, you know, when we was in school, they even taught us, no, we won't go through the tribulation. And I was like, y'all sure? I said, man, I don't know. I think we're going to go. Now with the study and read. See, I'm the type of person that I believe what I believe until you show me this. You can, you can tell me something. And it may be the truth, but I'm not going to just take your word for it. Not if you, Come on. Even if you are a good reference or an authoritative figure, I'm not going to just take your word for it. I'm going to go do my own study and research. That's what about says, study to what? Show thyself. Show thyself approved. Amen. Amen. How much Amen. time? Amen. Okay, got a little, let me go ahead, let me go, ahead, go ahead and finish it up. Put the finishing touch on. I'm going to turn back over to the brother. Now watch this. So I said, well, okay. I did my study, my research, and I came to that conclusion. Well, no. That don't make sense. If I studied and, and begin to understand Revelation more, I said, well, no. If Revelation 19 is talking about Christ coming back to get the saints, why, why, I mean, not to get the saints, if he's coming back with the saints, what, it, don't, it don't say nowhere in Revelation 19 that he's going to rush up the saints. 
There's no, no indication no, no, in Scripture no. in Revelation 19 that he's going to raise up the dead right there as he's coming back or before he comes back. There's nowhere in Scripture, no indication, nowhere that I can find. I've studied it. I've read it for more than 15 years. I have not come to any conclusion, no Scripture that has given me any hint or indication that, yes, he's going to raise us up and then we're going to come right back down. That is not biblical scripture. I don't know where no, I got this. No. I don't know where people get that from. He's not the only one. I've heard some other people say, I don't know where they got that from. That makes no sense. This makes this here that I'm giving you, have studied and researched for years, this has, here has more validity, I guarantee you, than anything else that, that anybody's out there talking about, talking about, oh, well, he's going he gonna to call us up. We're going to come. Wow, wait a minute. Why don't he just leave us? <laughs> we already went through tribulation. Come well, on, preacher. Well, what is he delivering you from? You didn't went through the tribulation. When he come back, he's going to end it. So what is he going to do? Save you for a day or two or a few seconds? No. That makes absolutely no sense. He's not giving no you sense. an hour of temptation if he's doing that. Amen. That's not the scripture saying. Amen. So let me let me get on to, to uh, what I was going to share with you. Let's see if I can find it. I think I kind of lost. Let me see if I can find it. Give me a moment. Amen. Yeah, there we go. All right, all right, all right. Let's go over to Philippians. There it is. I didn't get a chance to write down my notes because I'm putting my sermon together for, for, right. for Sunday. Philippians, Philippians 1 and 23. Philippians 1 and 23. Now I turn back over to the Philippians 1 and 23. Watch what it says. Go ahead. Before I read 1 and 23, I want you, mother, wait a minute, 1 and 23. There we go. All right, there we go. I want you to go up with me to verse 20 first. I'm going to start Philippians 1 and 20. And I think I'm just going to stop. I'm going to stop at verse, let's just stop at verse 26. I'm going to go, I'm going to start at verse 20 of Philippians, the first chapter. I'm going to start, and I'm going to prove to you. Watch what he says. Verse 20, right. according to my earnest expectations and my hope, if you know what the hope is, the hope is what? The return of Christ. We hope and believe. They, like he said, I am confident. Remember, I showed you that. He's confident. He believes that he's going to come back. He said that in nothing I shall be ashamed. Remember, we talked about that, that we may be accepted, but that with all boldness, as okay. always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body. What do you think he's talking about? Whether it be by life or by death. Do you see the Yeah. See, people don't know how to break down the Bible. They don't know how to study the Bible, man. You got to do your hermeneutics. So this is reference again to whether it be whether you be alive or dead, whether it be whether it be during your life or whether it be during your death. Amen. All right. He said, for to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. There it is again. Yet what I shall choose, I will not. For I am in a strait between two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. So what he's saying is twofold. He, he's saying that while I'm here, I'm gathering because I'm laboring. So Elder Bazaar has been preaching for 58 years. Can you imagine what his reward is going to look like when he gets to heaven? My God, 
He's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. He's been consistent preaching the same sermon for 50 years. You know how hard that is for folks to turn you down, kick you out of church, talk about you. <laughs> hey, man, I've, I've been there. It turns I knew you, you been Y'all there. don't know what we go through as preachers. Man, we cry, we hurt, we human too. I tell yeah. you, man, what you think? I, I'm just like you. And then you got women saying, oh, you a man. Let me tell you something. You are called woe man. You are from me. Don't you cry? Well, okay then. So if you cry, that means I cry. That means I yeah. cry first because God made Adam first. So whatever you feel, I feel it first. If you hurt, I hurt first. Because Come on, God preacher. put us here first. So if your feelings get hurt, you get sensitive and emotion, guess what? We not we may not be as sensitive, we may not be as emotional, but we also we hurt too. When folks talk about it, that makes us feel bad. People talk about us behind our back, hurt our feelings. You, you by yourself. I deal with it almost every day. They all over here in the bunch. They know who I am. They talk amongst themselves. I know that sometimes there's some of them people that talk about me, but I'm okay. We labor and we deal with it. But I want to show you. As he's saying, the scripture is twofold. What he's saying is uh, he'd rather be with God. Amen? He'd rather come, come, on. come back. He'd rather come Because I'm going to show you some scriptures. Not right now, not today. But I'm going to show you there's like two or three scriptures in the Bible when Paul says, uh, uh, Christ come quickly. Lord come quickly. What he's referring to is, again, he wants Christ to come back. Lord, come quickly. He's ready for yes, it to yes, be sir. over. So he said, in my pain and suffering, Lord, if you came and got me today, oh, my God, y'all not hearing what I'm saying. <laughs> y'all not hearing what I'm saying. Lord, come if you on, come, I, I you, told God. you the scriptures twofold. God, if you come and get me today, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. If, if you laid me to sleep and took and my, and my, laid my body to rest and took my soul to heaven, it, I'd be okay. Come on, my preacher. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Man, that ran deep. If you came and got me today, I'll be okay. That's what he's saying. Or if you came back today, he, he said, that'll be even better. Because I can uh-huh. be with you. This is Come what on. the scripture is saying. I said, man, Come on. And, and I just read into this. But the other stuff I've been knowing for years, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I read, I said, this is what he said. He said, having a desire to depart him from this earthly realm, from this body, from the wretchedness that we deal with, and to be with who Christ, which is Christ. what he say, far better. You think you you think the saints for the past two thousand years ain't felt like that? We ain't felt Come like on, they want to go through a tribulation. They want to get punished and beat up. Then you got these 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 silly folks out here talking about. Oh, I'm ready to go through the tribulation. Lord have mercy. These folks don't even know what they say. You can barely come do on, preacher. Come on, you can barely deal with your everyday life. Now you won't come talking about you ready to go through the rapture, please. Get out of here. Then he said, watch what he says in verse 20, 24. I'm almost done. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. Why? All I right. just told you how the brother got 58 years. Amen. It is, he said, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. It's needful for you how? Folks need to get saved. They need come on, preacher. They need to come on, preacher. To preach these messages and break down a word that they what get saved. And guess what we get out of? We get more and more rewards. In Every time we come on the earth, speaking, God just said He just He just stacking up our bank account in heaven. It's looking nice. Come on, come <laughs> it's on. Looking nice. My retirement account in heaven is looking beautiful. You better hear what I'm saying. It's looking beautiful. 
Elder Bazaar's counts in heaven is looking beautiful. He's getting set up for all eternity. Now, watch what he said. He said, and having this confidence, there it is again, I yeah. know that I shall abide and continue with you yeah. all for the furtherance and joy of faith. Um, he said, we got to do what we got to do. Amen. Do what we got to do. Amen. Of faith. That's right. Friends with all your brothers. And joyful. It makes me joyful to preach the word. Amen. I know it makes me joyful to preach the word. Brother called me. Sometimes I'm at work. He, he called me. He be joyful. He be sharing stuff with me. Amen. It's a joy to bring you to work. It's a joy for me to study the Bible and to share this with you. Amen. Watch what it says. Come on. Amen. Come on, preacher. And in verse 20, it says, that your rejoicing. May be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Amen. Yeah. Of the Philippians. Amen. Go ahead, Doctor. Go ahead. Woo, man, man. Bless your heart, brother. Bless your heart. We got to work out oh, our own soul salvation. Fear and trembling before God. He said, while, while you are here, occupy till I come. And I'm occupying, mm-hmm. preaching the gospel by Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Number one, number one, number one way to salvation. Come on, confess, confess your sins, confess your failures, confess to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead for what? Your justification. So you won't have to die and go to hell. You're catching hell now. Why catch hell now? Amen. Then die and go That's to right. hell. No, Ooh, don't be right. like that. Amen. I can catch all the hell I want, but when I die, I want to die in Christ Jesus. I know I'm going to die in Christ Jesus because he has sealed me with the Spirit until the day of redemption. Amen. You know, hell's going to last forever. So is heaven. Amen. I want to be there with Jesus Christ. I want to be there in praises. I want to be there in joy. I want to be there in love. I want to be there working for the Lord throughout eternity. You, I, I don't right. know what's wrong with people can't understand. God said, I'm going to build me a kingdom. Come on, Doc. And I'm going to build it out of sinners. I'm going to build it out of a fallen race. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to come down there in the flesh. I'm going to come down there mm. and I'm going to let the whole human race and all the demons in hell slay mm. me. I'm going to let them kill me. I, mm. I, 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 hey, look, he said, I got power to lay down my life. If I don't want to lay right. it down, y'all can't do nothing. But I'm going to lay That's it right. down for you. And guess what? When, when I lay it down and y'all slay me, I'm going to go down into the bowels of hell and preach to those mm. in prison. And on the third day, one, two, three, third day, I'm going to get up. My, look her here, look her here. There's right. never been a man. There's never been a man in human history or throughout eternity that ever was slain and hung on a tree and died and went to hell and came back on his what? Own power. Own power. Not electric power, not atomic power, not neutral (laughs) thermonuclear atomic power, but on his own power. He picked up himself in Jesus Christ and came back and bust the tomb open. The angels opened right. the tomb, and Jesus Christ came out. And when he came out, he came out with a glorified body. He come mm. out. He, ooh, you know what? He came out living without blood. 
He lived without. He's living without blood now. Woo! That's right. But in order That's to right. save us, in order to save us, he had to have a blood system. Come Ooh. on. He had to That's have right. a blood system because the soul is in the blood. Amen. You living through your blood. If you take the blood right. out of your body and let it drain out about a gallon, you'll die. And your right. soul, your soul will go to one place or the other, to heaven or hell. But Jesus Christ mm-hmm. didn't go back to heaven. He went back, He went down in the bowels of the earth. He went down in hell. And ain't mm-hmm. no man ever went to hell and came back on his own power. That's right. Think about that. Buddha ain't do it. Think about it. Mm. All these false religions have mm. never had a savior to be born in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes, stayed here 33 and one half years, healed the sick, raised the dead, cast out devils, walked on the water, gave, gave, gave the human race 40 parables to live by. And he said, mm. I got power to lay down my life. And y'all ain't taking my life because there was only one sacrifice capable enough to die without sin. But he became sin. Guess what he took? He took every low-down, dirty, rotten sin that you can think of in a Webster Dictionary. You can't find it in the Botanica Dictionary. It's beyond the sin that Christ died for. Woo! And he died. Oh, did he die? And guess what? Before he died, they beat him. They beat him. Oh, my goodness. Woo! If you would have saw him after they got through hanging him on the cross, you would have oh, ran. You would have ran and said, no, that's not Jesus. But he said, I am the one. I am the one that I, y'all disfigured my face. You disfigured my body. Mm. You whipped me so bad until you could see the sinews and the muscles in my flesh. And when you looked at me, you barely could look at me because you had disfigured me. That's what sin does to the human soul. That's what it does to the human wow. body. Sin devastates the human body. A lot of people live in sinful, live in sinful, and when they die, they die miserable. They die mm, miserable. Why? Really... Because they dying in their own sin. The Bible said, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. If you sow lying, yeah. cheating, backbiting, whoremonger, if you if you sow unbelief and doubt and fear, guess what? When you get ready to mm. die, you're going to die miserably. But what did Christ oh, do? He took all that miserably and hung it on the hung it on the cross and told you, come on now, I don't pay the penalty for sin, and you tell the Lord, I ain't ready yet. I ain't got time for that stuff. I ain't got time to bow down to something I can't see. I ain't got time to be crying. I ain't got time to be repenting. Man, I got things to do. I got places to go. I got a life to live on my own. If you live your life, you die on your own life. And when Mm. you die on your own life, guess what? When you die, ain't nobody going to come down there in the grave and pick you up until the great great resurrection. Woo! Mm. You'll be in hell until the final great white throne. And guess what? People in hell now is crying. 
People are in agony. People are wishing somebody would have told them about Jesus. They did. They did tell them about Jesus Christ, yeah. but they yeah, didn't pay no attention. They ignored it. They spit at it. They said, oh, man, I don't believe nobody's blood is that powerful, but you don't know who God is. If you know who God is, you will recognize the blood of Jesus Christ, good God Almighty. It's, I, I told you before, it's more powerful than atomic bomb. Woo! More powerful than anything that man can create to <clears throat> to use for energy, because the Holy Ghost is a person. The Holy Ghost is a person. The Holy Ghost is God Almighty in the Spirit. Jesus Christ is God Almighty in the flesh. God the Father is God in the Spirit, and He's a God in the Spirit. If you're gonna worship, if you're gonna worship God, you got to worship Him in spirit, spirit and in man. truth. If you Amen. don't have the Spirit of God in you, you cannot worship him. If you don't have the Spirit of God in him and you're not true in your worship, you can't worship him because God is true. There's no lie. There's no mistake. He's real. He's eternal. He's forever lasting. And since he's everlasting inside of his blood and inside of the Holy Spirit, there's everlasting life. Now, how in the world do you think you can live forever in sin and go to heaven. Mm. Sin will not right. enter heaven no more. No sin. None. That's right. N-O-N-E. N-O-N-E. What, what you say? What part of none don't you understand? The end of the end. <laughs> none will ever end. And the only thing that can wash you and make you and cleanse you and sanctify you and justify you, woo, is the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Look in the book of Revelation. He said all those around the throne of God is the only one who will be around the throne of God is the one that have been what? Washed Washed in in the the blood blood of the Lamb. Take a bath. Take a bath bath in the blood of Jesus Christ. Wash them under arm. Wash that heart out. Amen. Wash the inside of your soul and your spirit. Wash it. And guess what? It'll cleanse you and make you whole. And when Christ calls the church, guess what? The Holy Ghost got to move. The Holy Ghost got to transform your body into a glorified body, and you will be called to meet the Lord in the air. Now, what is the use of me going through the tribulation period? The tribulation period is only for what? A one nation. And that one nation is the Jews. And the Jews, thank God for the Jews. Thank God for the Jews. Because if it wasn't for the Jews, God would destroy the world right now. But because of the Jews have not Amen. Jesus Christ, he said the last seven years, I'm going to give them the opportunity to preach the gospel. And that's what God is going to do. And by them able to preach the gospel, he said those that are left here after the rapture of the church, which are the Gentiles, they will be able to hear the gospel were preached by the Jewish people. And when the Jews start preaching the gospel, it's the real deal. It's the real deal. The gospel of grace Amen. is preached by the church, but the church ain't preaching the gospel of grace. It's preaching, it's preaching the thing. Hey, come on in and do a whole lot of works. Come on in looking good. Come on in with your money. Mm. Come on in and, 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 and be blessed by a whole lot of money. That's not the gospel. That's not the That's gospel. Right. The gospel is repentance of sin. The gospel is being born again. The gospel is being transformed. The gospel is saying, I love God. And since I love God, I love my brother. I love every nationality on the face of the earth. Why? Because God loved me. And God is love. Anybody say they love God and hate their brother or disfigure their brother, he's a liar. Mm, He's a no-face liar. 
He's a white liar. He's a black liar. He's a he's a carnal liar because you cannot love God and hate your brother because Jesus Christ said, love ye one another. Woo! Let's get to this rapture, and I'm going to hand it over to the brother. Amen. We're going we're gonna to pinpoint this rapture and see what's going to happen in hell when the rapture occurs. Amen. Let's see what the scriptures say in the book of Isaiah. I want you to get your Bible out and read what I'm going to read in the uh, 14th chapter of Revelation, and I'm going to show you why hell is going to be upset. Revelation 14? Revelation 14 and 7. Amen. 14 and 7 says Isaiah, a prophetic evangelist prophet. He's a major prophet. He's a prophet that made prophecy 700 years before the suffering of Jesus Christ. He prophesied that he would come in the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. But we're going to come from the 14th chapter of Isaiah and see what Isaiah has to pin down through the Holy Spirit. He says in the seventh verse, the whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break forth into singing. Can I ask you a question? When will the earth be at peace. Amen. When will the earth be at rest? Woo! When will the earth be quiet? When Amen. will the earth bring forth singing? I'm a, want me to tell you? Oh, look here. Come on. When the millennium rain comes. That's right. Come on. When the millennium doctor. rain comes. Come on. The earth going to be at rest. Oh, hallelujah. The earth will be at hallelujah. rest. Hallelujah. It will be quiet. There ain't gonna be no sirens and killing and murders, no way. Come on, and storms and backbiting and uh, 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 there won't be no uh, pornos. There won't be no child pornography. There won't be no Come on, uh, 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 illicit sex. Why? The earth's gonna be at quiet and the world is gonna be at peace. Why? Because the Prince peace. of Peace, good God Almighty, I say the Prince of Peace will be here on the earth. During the yes, millennial rain, rain in Jerusalem, there will be peace. And guess what? There's going to be a whole lot of singing. Good God Almighty. When I get there, I can sing a, a, a Amazing Grace like it's supposed to be sung. I can sing down at the cross. Amen. I can sing it in peace. I won't have to have no conflict of trying to fight my way through sin, draws, and, 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 and disappointment. Why? Because the world will be at peace, and I'll be shaking hands with the Prince of Peace. Hey, he's the Prince of Peace. He's the lily of the valley. He's a bright and morning star. I'm going to see the nail prints in his hand. I'm going to look in eyeball to eyeball. Good God Almighty, I'm shouting. Mm. My toes are curling up. Why? Because there's going to be peace one day. Now, listen <laughs> to what the verse says. Listen to what the eighth verse says. It says, yes, the fir trees rejoice at mm-hmm. you. The cedars are led me, saying, since you are laid down, mm-hmm. no feller is come up against you. What you talking about, Amen. preacher? What is Isaiah saying? He's talking about the defeat of Lucifer, the de- defeat right. of all the demons. He's talking about the fir trees are going to rejoice at you. The cedars are led me. Saying, since you are laid down, what? Satan's going to be laid down. That's right. He's going to be laid down. He's going to be laid down in the bottomless pit. He's going to be laid down with the Nephilim. He's going to be laid down with the demons. He's going to be laid down with the false gods and the entities. He's going to be laid That's down right. with every wicked spirit that 
Satan has conjured together to what? Try to defeat God. He's going to be laid down in the bottomless pit. And if you don't believe me, read the 12th, the 20th chapter of Revelation. And the 20th chapter mm-hmm. of Revelation says this. Ooh, let me get that for y'all. Oh, have mercy. Let me, let me get this for y'all because let me tell you, if you're not serving the Lord today, if you're not saved today, you know something? Shame on you. Shame on you. I'm embarrassed. Amen. I am totally embarrassed that you won't accept Jesus Christ. Whoever listened to me out there, you, 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 you need to listen to this. Listen to this. In the 20th chapter of Revelation, it says, an angel came down from heaven and what? Having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. Handcuffed. Who? He laid hold on what? The old dragon, the old serpent, right. which is the Ooh. devil and Satan. Then what? And bound him, bound and locked him up. His tail is done. His tail is cooked. And all the demons is going to be cast into the bottomless pit. And they're going to be there oh, a thousand years. thousand years. You know who's raising all the hell now? Satan is raising all the hell. He's yes, making he all is. kind of noise. You can't even go through a day unless he's pestering. You can't go through a day That's without it. something That's he's it. been having. You can't go through a day That's without it. hearing bad news because Satan is on the rampage. Mm. But right here, he's going to be bound for a thousand years, and the world will be at rest for a thousand years. We won't have to put up with his foolishness. Good God Almighty. Woo, listen to what it says. And cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and seal and set a seal upon him that he should not deceive the nations no more until a thousand years be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed for a little season. All right. What happened here? Amen. All right. The millennium reign is going to last for a thousand years. There are going to be people that come on the earth that's going to go through the tribulation that are going to be able to go through the millennium. Go, go into the millennium reign and repopulate the earth. They have to be saved in order to go into the millennium reign. And these are the people that got saved during the tribulation period. They will go into the millennium reign with Jesus Christ and repopulate the earth. You hear what I say? Repopulate the earth. Just That's like right. Noah did. Just like Noah did. Just like Noah did. Amen. Only eight souls were saved. Only Ooh. eight souls were saved. And after that, no came up the ark. God told them to remultiply the earth, and they did. And now we at what twenty twenty three, and there's over seven point eight billion people on the earth. But God's gonna have to reduce that down to a point. Woo! One third of the population Ooh, will be killed in one place, and another third, and another fourth gonna depopulate the earth because the wicked, Lord the wicked, much. the wicked, the wicked, the wicked has to be eliminated. Oh, my God. Right. Think about this. You don't want to be in a wicked group. You don't want to be with the wicked people. You don't want to be a lost soul that when you die, you'll go where the wicked go. You need to be saved today. You need to quit playing hanky-panky, shim-shamming, jumping the fence. Come on. <laughs> you ain't, you, 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 you're not going to be successful with God, you're not going to be sensitive with yourself. You're not going to be sensitive with your neighbor until you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and let the world know, for heaven, our game. Because if I miss Amen. hell, I ain't missing nothing. 
I ain't missing nothing but agony. Woo! Let's that's right. That's so right. We, got, that's we right. got Satan. We got Satan bound so the world will be at peace. All right. Now, let's go to the rapture. When the rapture occur, what's going to occur in hell? Here's what's going to occur in hell, and then I'm going to tell you why it's going to occur in hell. This is what it says. Hell, ninth verse, ninth verse says, hell from beneath is moved. Amen. Ooh, you come on, dog. Move for you to meet thee at thy what? Coming. Who coming? Jesus is coming. Right. Oh, right. my God. Isaiah says, Hell is going to meet Jesus at his coming. Where is he going to meet him at his coming? He's going to meet him at his coming at the battle of Armageddon. Armageddon. Amen. The battle of Armageddon is where Lucifer is going to, hell is going to meet Jesus Christ at the battle of Armageddon. And listen to what it says. It says, at thy coming. It stir up the dead. You know, the people that are dead in hell right now, they're going to know right. what's going on top side of the earth when Jesus comes back. They, well, you know, I'm they're going to get upset. You know, the high price, the high polluting folks, the Hollywood movie stars, the generals and the, the, uh, the, the lieutenants and all the rich folks that died in their sins and went to hell. When Jesus Christ comes back, hell is going to know about it. Don't you know they're going to get disturbed? Because they know that time is getting close for them to come to the great white throne. Don't you know Lord they know that they're going to be judged one day? Don't you know that when they stand before the great white throne, they ain't going to be able to say nothing but drop Lord their hands and say, oh, my God, what a fool. What a fool I was to believe that because I was in the Illuminati's, because I was in this secret society, because I had my own God, that I could please the true God without Jesus Christ. And they're going to say, I wish, I wish, although they don't want it, they're going to wish when they was in hell, when they're in hell, I wish I would accept it. But that ain't going to do no good. It's too late. But hell is going to be stirred up. The dead, for you, for, listen, even all the chief ones, the chiefs of the earth, the big shots, Lord the ones that smoke the cigars, the ones that got all the money, <laughs> the ones that got the real mm. estate, the ones that got the churches that's getting money and, and, and making motivation speeches and showing the world, look all the money I done made. And you made it mm. out of destruction. You made it out of because Satan right. gave you a, a, a vow and told you if you serve me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. And guess what? They bit it. And when they bit it, they bit it deep. And when they bit, when your body's so deep, it's sometimes it's hard for you to come back out of that deep pit right. of what Satan's going to put you in. He said the chief ones of the earth. It has raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nation. Every king, every wicked kings of all the nations are going to be upset when they find out they're getting ready to meet their final destiny. Lord, and their ready. final destiny is what? The lake. Not, uh, not mm-hmm. Lake Huron, not Lake Michigan, not Lake Hudson, but the lake that burns with brimstone and fire. And guess like what? I want to run to the sixth chapter of Revelation for a few minutes and give you some information what I'm talking about. The sixth chapter of Revelation. 
Go to that, brother. If you can get that for me real quick. The sixth Where is that chapter at? of Revelation. Ooh, look her here. Look her here. Look her here. Sixth chapter of, mm, yes. Here it is. What verse? Sixth chapter of Revelation at the, uh, oh, it is right here. I got it. All right. I want to read this. This is what it says. And heaven departed with a stone as it had rolled together, and every mountain and island mm-hmm. were moved out of their places. Now, here we go. Come on. All the kings of the earth and okay. the great men, the rich mm-hmm. men, the chief captains, mm-hmm. the mighty men, every bond man. Mm-hmm. Listen to what it says. And every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains, rocks, fall on and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For that great day of his wrath is come. Who will be able to stand? Hell won't be able to stand against that. Nobody will be able to stand there. Nobody but the righteous. Good God Almighty. I'm talking about the righteous that have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And that means you. That means you need to get it together. That means there's a time coming when the rapture of the church is going to take place. Uh, And some people say, well, we got a time off. There ain't no time out now. It's too close to be comfortable. It's too close to be rejoicing around and telling them, I got three or four more years. You might not even have one year. You might not have one day because you don't know when you're going to leave here. You don't know when you're going to die. You can go fall down the steps and break your neck. You can take the wrong kind of medicine. You can swallow the wrong pipe. You can you can say something right. to somebody and they'll shoot you. You don't have no security unless you're under the guidance and the protection of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because a sinner man don't want the protection of God. And God said, if you don't want my protection, if you don't want to repent and receive my protection, I can't protect you. Good God Almighty. Oh That's why. That's why my mind is made up. Mm-hmm. And my heart is fixed on Jesus, for he is my refuge. He is my high tower. He is my bread. He is my water. He is my hope. He is my joy. He is mine. And oh, my. Amen. Mine. If I was you, 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 I would make a choice tonight. And I would tell the Lord myself, I'll fall on my sin bending knees and say, Lord, have mercy, because what's coming up on the face of the earth. It ain't going to be no picnic. Guess what? After the rapture of the church, guess what's going to happen? There's going to be driveless cars on the highway. There's going to be buses that don't have no driver. There's going to be trucks on the side of the highway. There's going to be train wrecks. There's going to be airplane crashes due to the missing crew. There's going to be mass confusion on the radio and TV media. There's going to be telephone circuits overloaded and operators missing. There's going to be numbers, uncontrollable fires and looting. And there's going to be a rampage of 
the lawless and crimes and mobs, uh, and to tell me the re- remaining police is not going to be able to control the crowd. Uh, and he said, the good God Almighty said, the graveyard is going to be empty because they tell me the souls that's in there that died in Christ are going to bust the graves open. And when they bust the graves open, old brother Paul said, after this old earthly tabernacle be dissolved, I have another building. Yeah. And this building is not going to be made out of dust of the earth. It's going to be made by the glorification of Jesus Christ after the resurrection of him on the third day morning. And then he said the churches, good God Almighty, you're talking about people going back to church? Well, after the rapture, they tell me the churches are going to be packed. With liberal religiousness and false accounts mm. seeking the answer of the ministers and say, What happened? Good God Almighty. And somebody said, Don't you know what happened? Don't you know Jesus raptured his body uh, and it took him on to heaven? And somebody's going to say, Oh, I don't believe that. So UFOs came down here and took all these mm. people away. I know there ain't nothing but a trick in the click. And the Antichrist is going to say, That's what happened. And it's going to ease the people. But the Antichrist is going to deceive the world because the world is full of deception and people love lies. And the is the master at lies. And he said the churches will be packed. And then he says family will be terrified and shocked over missing saved people in their family. Babies will be gone. In the hospitals, those that's on the street, those that have been put in trash can, those that have been aborted, they're going to be caught up. To meet the Lord. Come on, because let me tell you something. The sins that Jesus Christ took, he took the sins of Adam all the way up to 2023. And they tell me the baby is born with the Adamic nature. The baby is born with Adam's sin. And they tell me when Jesus died, he died for the sin of Adam in that baby until he get age for accountability. But as long as he's under the age of accountability, they are able to enter the rapture because Jesus Christ, they're in the innocent. <laughs> they don't know what sin is. And so now the only sin they have, they don't even know they have it, is the sin of Adam. And Christ died for the sin of Adam. Don't you understand what I'm saying? So there's going to be a terrified shock to the families oh, that find out that their loved ones are gone. You, The brother told us, he said, they're going to be pulling hair out of the head. They're going to be running this, down the streets hollering mm-hmm. and crying. And they're going to be running to the church. Oh, they're going to run to any church. What happened? And I don't know about you. I don't know if the rapture is going to happen on Sunday morning or on Saturday morning at midnight. But whenever it happens, it's going to be a loud noise. It's going to be terror to the unbelievers. But it's going to be a sweet voice that tells you, come up here Mm. And this old mortal body that I'm walking around in now is going to be changed from mortal to immortality. Mm. And then I'm going to say it is written, oh, death, where's your sting, oh, grave, where's your victory? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Eternal the only life. way I can get it, the only way that I can get it, come on in. Come on in. Whoever out there listening, come on in. Come on in. You, 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 you're not, not going to go nowhere. Uh, you're not going to go nowhere if you ain't saved. You ain't going nowhere when the trumpet blow. But if you're saved and you come to Christ tonight and give your heart to Jesus Christ and say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know I ain't living right. I know I'm doing wrong. 
And I want to stop what I'm doing because I know if I keep on doing this and die of my sins, I'm going to end up in hell. And Brother Bazaar, Jesus Christ, the angels, the cherubim and seraphim and all the righteous people of the earth don't want you to go to hell. We'll do anything to stop you from going to hell. And we know that the only one can stop you from going to hell. We want to introduce to you the only true living God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and let him come into your life that you can be saved through his blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. Woo! Amen. Amen. Guess what? After the rapture of the church, and I'm going to hand it to the brother, after the rapture of the church, the Antichrist will come on the scene. When he comes on the scene, this man is going to be looking gorgeous to the women. Mm. And to the men, he's going to be a handsome, tall, debonair, well-groomed for Satan. He's going to be what? He's going to be the instrument that Satan is going to use drastically in the middle of the tribulation period. Mm. Because God is going to permit Satan to do what Satan has always tried to do. He's always tried to be like Jesus. And he's going to try to convince the world that he is Jesus when he is going to be assassinated in the 13th chapter of Revelation. He's going to get a deadly wound to the head with an assassin shooting him through the head with a bullet and going to kill him, literally kill him. And it's going to be, what? Televised. It's going to be on the Internet. You talking about yes, busy? It is. It's going to be busy during the tribulation period yes, for is. TikTok. It's going to be busy for YouTube. It's going to be busy for Twitters. It's going to be busy for every TV, every radio, every Internet that's on the face of the earth, and it's going to happen in Jerusalem. And Mm. when they shoot this man, the Antichrist, and he's going to lay in the morgue for three days and three nights. I'm going to finish this up. Give me about five more minutes. When he lay in the morgue for five days, there's going to be a great battle in the 12th chapter of Revelation, the greatest battle in the galactical realm, in the cosmos, up there where the quasars and the, 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 the black hole is. Satan is getting ready to be cast out of Amen. the first and second. Cast out. He got to come down. Come on down, you critter, you low-down, dirty dog. Come on down. And Michael going to stand up, found in the book of Daniel, the 12th chapter, and found in the book of Revelation, the 12th chapter. Both chapters refer to Michael standing up and what? Fighting against this old slewfoot, lucifer's lizard, lion, sucker. <laughs> going to be cast Amen. out of the heaven. It's going to be a galactical war. And when he comes down here, guess what? When he comes down oh, here Amber. and he's going to bring his whole family, He's going to bring mm. his whole lion family, Nephilim, and demons, and cohorts, and cyborgs. He's going to bring every one of them down to earth, and he's going to mm-hmm. ravicate the earth. He's going to try to rip it apart. But God said, I'm only going to give you a limitation. 
because I've got somebody to hinder you from doing what you would like to do. I'm going to sin. I'm going to sin. I ain't going to send the church because the church is in heaven at this time. But this year, Antichrist is going to be resurrected from the dead. And he's going to say, I am God Almighty because I was resurrected. He's going to say, by God, but it ain't going to be by God. It's going to be by Satan. But Satan wants to get the credit, but he can't get the credit. And he's going to raise it from the dead, and he's going to say, I am God Almighty, and the Jewish temple will be occupied by him, uh, spoken of in the book of Thessalonians, where where, where Paul said he's going to sit in the temple, and guess what? The Jews are getting the temple ready. What did that tell Amen. you? The Jews are looking for the Antichrist to come That's at right. any time. And this Antichrist will desecrate the temple, and he was taught mm-hmm. the number 666, the mark of the mm. beast. And men will sell their souls. They sure will. They will sell. Listen to what I'm saying. They will sell their soul for pottage meat. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to receive the mark of the beast that they will be able to buy and sell. Otherwise, they will be killed or they will be counted out of the society mm-hmm. as being a Satan worshiper, which their people will think they're worshiping God Almighty. They will be worshiping the raw, slew foot, split hoof, lying devil, but he will come in a man's body giving mm-hmm. himself the glory. And the world will suck it up. You hear what I said? Suck it up like sucking a candy bar. Sucking it up like sucking up a a good cold drink of Jack Daniel, whatever. Just suck it up and get drunk off of it. And the world is drunk off of sin right now. My friends, you need Jesus Christ in your life. And it all boils down. If you want to escape all this that's getting ready to happen, you've got to come to the cross. Amen. Jesus Christ loved you so much that he was almost annihilated, but you can't annihilate God, but they messed him up. And I feel, I feel, even my spirit feel bad about it because I'm guilty and you are guilty. You are guilty for slapping Jesus, spitting on Jesus, kicking Jesus, Calling Jesus mm. every name but the Son of God, you're guilty. That's all right. of you are guilty. Amen. But God said, all the guilt that you have, all the rejection that you have rejected me as Lord and Savior, I'm willing enough to forgive you and save forgive you me. from that forever if you will just come to me. Amen. And quit thinking you going to church is going to save you. The preacher can't save you. The teacher right. can't save you. Your good shape, good-looking breast line, hips, legs, whatever <laughs> you got. I'm talking about the women now. And the men, the broad shoulders, and the narrow, the narrow waist. Look, you ain't going to have that forever. That ain't going to save you. Amen. <laughs> it ain't going to save you. Your money in your bank ain't going to save you because they're going to shut the bank sure down way. like a while. Your neighbor ain't going to save you. Why don't you come to Christ? You talking about you got a friend. You ain't got a friend on the face of this earth. The only friend that you really can have is Jesus Christ in your life. Because he will stick to you closer than a brother. Apostle Paul said, 
There is no other name given unto everyone where man can be saved than the name of Jesus Christ. He said again, if you confess, come on, talk about it. Tell, tell the world, I'm saved. Tell your brother, tell your sister, tell the mailman, I'm saved. I got saved last night. How do you get saved, man? I thought you had to go to church all your life to get saved. No, you don't. You go to the cross right there in your living room, right there Amen. in your bathroom, right there while you're laying in bed. You need to fall on your knees and say, have mercy on my soul, Lord, because the world ain't mm. going to get no better. The world is not going to get no better. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse after the rapture. But the Lord is going to send. This is what he's going to send. I'm going to give it to the brother. He's going to send 144,000 Jews to preach the first three and one half years. And he's going to send Moses and Elijah to preach the last three and one half years. God's going to make sure that the world hears the gospel and then the end shall come. Why don't you come mm. to Christ tomorrow? That's you right. need to come. That's right. You need to tell your brothers and sisters and your your friends and your boyfriend, your your girlfriend, or if if you're gay, you need to go tell your gay brother, man, we need to get saved. Stop all this foolishness. That's right. That's right. Sister, we need to quit kissing each other and laying in bed trying to fulfill each other. And come on, and, and let's get right with Jesus Christ. He still loves you. If you go to hell, you're not going to what you're doing. You're going to hell because you are walking in unbelief. You won't believe that Jesus Christ died for your mm-hmm. sins. But when you get saved, you don't have to worry about something. I'm going to stop it. No, God will lead you by the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit will guide you and lead you into all truth and straighten your life out. Because it ain't going to get straightened Amen. out. Going back and forth to a re- 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 rehabilitation center trying to, Go through cold turkey. That ain't going to do it. you got to be born again, filled with the power for Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost will do the job. Jesus Christ Amen. Said, I love y'all. Those that listen to Jesus Christ said, I love y'all. I love you so much. And he said, I love you so much that I ain't coming back down here to die for you no more. I did it once. That's and right. that's enough that's love. Right. That's enough love to prove to you that I love you. And he says, if you were the only place person on earth that was in sin, I still would have came. Oh, y'all don't understand. That's love. If you were the That's only true. person on earth, Jesus Christ said he still would have came and died for you. Even if you was the only one at the cross, you would be beating on him and, and slaying him. He said, after you get through doing that and I come back from the grave, if you want forgiveness, I will save you. That's love. That's right. That's real love. What y'all talking about? Amen. God bless you, brother. Go ahead with it. Amen, brother. Awesome word. Awesome yes, word, Lord. brother. God is good all the time and all the go. time. Yes, go. he is, doctor. Yes, he is. All the time, God is good. Amen, brother. I love that word that you just brought, how you broke that down. Amen. Amen, brother. I have to use that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I have to use that from you. Amen. Isaiah, the 14th chapter. Amen. I preached on chapter. that one time. I preached yes, on hell, that. that. Amen. Amen. For 14, 9 through 16. Sure did. Yes, sir. I'm going to include that verse 8 in there with you. Amen. All Come on, preacher. God. Amen. Awesome word. 
And I, I just got one thing I want to share with y'all. Amen. Jesus getting us ready for that great day. Jesus getting us ready for that great day. Jesus getting us ready for that great day. Who shall be a bull to stand? Don't y'all know that sinners will be running on that great day? Yes, sir. Fire will be on that great day. Yes, sir. I tell you, man, when I tell you the old school, that's why the devil has changed the music. That's why he changed the lyrics. And my friend told me this a long time ago. My friend is a musician back in Dallas, and um, he he associated with you know with some musicians around the metro, and he's met some some musicians that are famous. And he said this one guy told him, he said, "Brother, do you know that what they do in the circular buses, like when they travel, they travel on buses to play." He said, "What they do on the circular." Buses, they do the same thing on the gospel church buses. He said, no, he said, you lying. He said, no, I'm not. He said, they do drugs, they do cocaine, they do everything that they do. I said, you lying. I believe it now. Then I was just like my friend. He came to us and said, no, you got to be lying. I said, man, you got to be lying. He said, no, man, I ain't lying to you. Now I believe it. I see what the Bible is saying. Man, this, this Bible is living proof. That the world we live in, the, that, that yeah. it's is the Bible's truth. The Bible says in the book of Jude that men have crept in. Crept on in. The words. In other words, yeah. they didn't snuck in the back door. And why have they done it? Because like the brother said, you got weak preachers that don't want to speak the truth. Speak the truth. That's why you got all these men walking around the church with their wrists broken. Doing things they ain't nobody's doing. Weren't you? I tell, Come I on, preacher. My wife invited me to this church because they had went one Sunday. I didn't go. And she wanted me to go back to the church and invited me. And she said that the guy that was the pastor said he was from, well, you know, he's from Lubbock. He was from here, our hometown. I said that uh, we went to school. So he knew me. I said, he said, he know me. And I said, man, I got to see who this guy is. And uh, we went to his church up in Denton, Texas. And, uh, and when I saw him, I said, oh, yeah, I know him. He did go to school with us. And, man, brother, I'll tell you, he had two men in dresses running around that church. Brother, I never went back to that church again. I said, Lord, Lord what they, you can't they get? No, sir, I am not, brother. No, sir, I am the guy I went to school with, knew him. And I said, I know there ain't no two men running around this church like they got the Holy Ghost with dresses on. See what type of buffoonery and nonsense that's going on in the church. In the this church. This is why there is a great falling away because falling the men away. have crept in unawares. Unaware. I remember, man, I remember this uh, this preacher they told me about. I didn't go to this church. They just told us about this preacher. There was this guy that he was gay. We all know he's gay. He's part of my, uh, let's just say he's part of some people that we know family. And uh, he used to play, he'd been playing piano for years, never been with a woman, nothing. 
And I always wondered about that. They said, oh, yeah, you didn't know he was like that? I said, no, I always wondered why he ain't never been in no, why ain't got no wife. He claimed he'd been in church all year. How you ain't found the wife? You see? But anyway, uh, this man, the, one of the bishops set him down, told him, no, you got to get out of this church. See, I was back in the 80s and the 70s, or back in the day, uh-huh. back in the 80s. They don't do that no more. They don't have the backbone. These these men, these were preachers in the 80s. These men was approaching 60, 70, 80 years old back in the 80s. These were men that, were, that came out of the early 1900s, born Come early on, 1900s. Now. Come on. They didn't play all that nonsense. Hey, no, they did. They born around 1920, 19th. They was up in the 80s. They didn't play none of that. I said, man. And I think about what my friend said about that. And I think about the songs when I was a kid, brother. You know, we're going to see the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to see the king. They don't sing no songs like that. No, no, man. They don't sing no songs like that. Sinners will be running on that grid. See, they knew scriptures were saying. But yet we want to call them old fogey, old folks. They don't know what they're talking about. Oh, that's a bunch of ignorance. That's That's what they want to say. But no, that, they knew. That, that, yeah, that's when that they Holy knew. Spirit came into the church. Yeah. Oh, that big Holy time. Spirit. That, that's we why are that, the uh, last. Yeah. Amen. That's, we are that's the, the last church, church age. Right. We're in the last right. church, the Laodicean church. We Laodicean are in the last church. church. Yeah, this is it. This is it. And the only Filthy thing I can cup. think about, amen, and we'll talk about some more on Saturday because we'll. I want to talk about just us, just us, meaning the saints will go into the millennial reign. Nobody Thank else you. will go into the millennial reign, not right. the whoremongers. So it's a representation. If you remember, let me go there real quick. Go I'm going to show you something real quick. Go, go to Revelation, the 22nd chapter. See, man, we be teaching on here. Uh, see, see, we be teaching on here. I don't know what they do nowhere else. But we teach over here on, on this station. We teach you the Bible. We're praying for you. We love. We ain't over here raising, uh, raising money and fish fries and no, and, no, and no. We ain't donations into that. and man. We give you the word. Watch this. Let me show you something. This is Revelation, the twenty-second chapter, verse fourteen. Got it. Amen. Um. Let me start at verse 12, Revelation 22 and 12. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may may have right to the tree of life. And may enter in through the gates into the city. Come on. So you see where the saints are going. Christ is going to cast down Lucifer at the end of this age, not the end of time. I had to tell somebody that in church, they thought the end of time. I said, no, it's not the end of time yet. It's the end of age, the end of the Luciferian age. See, they try to tell you all we've entered a new age. I said, yeah, we sure have. We've entered a new time. It's a new world. Oh, yeah. It sure is supposed to be a new world order, but not the one you think it's going to be. See, y'all think Come on now. Luciferian. No, 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 no. God said, no, no, no. 
He's had his 6,000 years. That's over with. See, that's it, y'all, that worship him, thinking, oh, with all this technology, we're about to go into a new world order, a new age. Yeah, you are. Do you know that what we see here on earth is in heaven? All the things come on, come on. brought and showing y'all is already in heaven. Where do you think he got it from? It's in heaven. He can't show you nothing that's too more that's not much more beautiful than what's in heaven. That's all he try, that's all he try to do, try to duplicate heaven. He can't. Let me share this with you. Go ahead. When Lucifer is cast down, don't you know that all the people that the brother just showed you in Revelation six, I can't remember what verse it was. Let me go to like six and eighteen, something like yeah. that. He said, who shall be able to stand? That's why I was seeing that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's Revelation uh, 15 and 16 and 17, the kings of the earth. All these folks, anybody that got the mark of the beast, anybody that reject Christ will die at the end of the great tribulation. They will, Come on. cannot, shall not enter the millennial kingdom. The only people that will live is those that have accepted God. Come They're on, the preacher. only ones that have made it through the great tribulation. But I said, these are those that came out. They have received God. They're going to make it. Now, that's a good thing. Even though some of them children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, we know people are going to die like they do now. 50 years ain't going to be nothing in the millennial reign. Be Come on, preacher. 700 years. People have great, 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 great grandkids and still be alive in the millennial reign. They're yeah. the ones that's going to rebel against God and become evil. Amen. And that just shows Amen. that when God said what he said over in Genesis, it has grieved my heart. It has grieved me that I have created man. Because yeah. the heart of man is what? Wicked. Evil. evil. The heart of man. In other words, it was already part of man to be that. So, so probably what God is saying Without Lucifer influence, man probably would have would have did something wrong anyway that he shouldn't have been doing. Amen, probably. But the point that I'm making here is that in the millennial reign, as we go into it, only the saints and the righteous of God will enter in, going into that. And then once God said, once 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 the thousand years is up, and he cast Lucifer into the lake of fire one last time. I told you a about a month ago in one of the shows, he's going to fall four times. Four times he's going to fall. I'll go back and listen to it. When he falls that last and final time, Lucifer, the fallen angels, the Nephilim, all the demons are going to be cast to the lake of fire. And then last, all the souls from Adam all the way to the end of the thousand years, 7,000 years on this earth that have rejected God. And the brother told you how hell is going to be shaken up. All those souls that rejected God must be cast into the lake of fire. That's going to be a sad day, y'all. Don't That's be a sad day. people. Don't laugh at this. Don't joke with this. Like the brother said, there are people in hell right now crying out. They cry. I'm talking about literally crying, wanting to get out. You can't get out. You fall asleep tonight in your nice, comfortable bed, watching your nice, big screen TV. Your, you got money in the bank. Do you know how many people that have experienced that? 
lived good. Look at Lazarus and died, the rich come man. Come on, come on, fix it. Oh, man, he first sumptuously lived good. One night, I don't know if it was one night or how he died, but I know that the Bible talks about the former, uh, how he was living Lazarus, and he died. He said, thou fool, this night your soul is required. Do you know how many people yeah. fall asleep at night and they never wake up on this side again? They wake up in hell. The Bible said that the rich man lifted up his eyes in hell. He probably like, Lord, have mercy. Where in the world am I? All those demons, the stench, the souls, oh, souls my, 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 my. the demons, the Nephilim, 6,000 years. Of souls, and like the brother said, you're gonna have all your senses. You gonna see, you gonna hear, you gonna smell, you gonna Woo! taste. Woo! Amen. I don't know what I missed, but you gonna be able to do everything you can do now. You gonna be able to do that and then some because you are gonna be a spirit, and then then you gonna have uh uh you you, you know you you gonna feel that remembrance of your life. Yes, you will. Let, let me finish reading without reading this scripture what I intended to read. Let me go back to this finish with doing what I intended to do. Revelation 22 and 15. For without. So now I just showed you how we're going to go into the millennial reign. But see, now they are cast down. They are all these evil souls are now in the lake of fire for all eternity. Oh, my gosh. I just cannot see that happening to me. I'll never forget 23 years ago. April 15th, I'll never forget, I gave my life to Christ. And and, and um, I'll never forget, it was like a week before that. And, and what had happened was God gave me that push. Something tragic happened to me a week later that made me just go and say, you know what, I ain't going to play with it no more, God. I, you can have it. All right, so I, all right. I gave my life to, my, to Christ. I'll never forget, it was April, April 15, 2000, I gave my life to Christ. But, I, but a week before that, I was at the stop sign. In Irving, Texas, the DFW Metro, I'll never forget. Nice, beautiful, sunny day. I don't know what was on my heart. I don't know what was going on through my life. Life was great. Good job. Family lived in a nice area. Uh, we lived in, at that time, we lived in Los Colinas, Texas. Anybody know where Los Colinas And it's really just an area. It's not a city. It's really within Irving. But Los Colinas is a beautiful, it's a nice uh, area in Dallas. We lived there coming out of the 90s into the early 2000s. And I'll never forget. I said, God, whatever you do, don't let me die and go to hell. I looked up up in the sky at God. I said, God, whatever it takes, whatever you must do, don't let me die and go to hell. I did not because I had been raised in church. I said, things are going too good. I just didn't want something bad to happen. I said, Lord, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to spend it. Cause my dad said, oh, my dad was a father. When I said, my dad was a fire brimstone preacher, you think when we preach it, he really used to preach that. Yeah. The scripture says, for without. Amen, brother. The you, scripture says, You got about two minutes. You got about okay, two minutes. I'm a, Open that door. Okay, okay, I'm going to wrap it up. It said, for without dogs, for without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent mine angels to testify to you these things and the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. I just want Amen. to say that. As at that time, they'll all be burning for all eternity, and we'll get to live forever without any of that. Go ahead, doctor. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Uh, no, oh, oh, uh, uh, offer that altar call. You got about two minutes. Go ahead. 
if you want to be saved, if you want to do like I did 23 years ago, all you have to do is a plan of salvation, Romans 10, 9, and 10. That's all you have to do is confess with your mouth. That's how you miss hell. That's how you miss the, the, the tribulation. That's how you miss it. All you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. And what does Romans 10, 9, and 10 say? What does it say? That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thine heart, that God hath raised Jesus from the dead, the Scripture said, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Yeah. We'll be back with y'all Saturday night and again Sunday until the Lord calls us home. Amen. Amen, brother. God Love bless each you. And every one of we y'all. thank you for the word tonight. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. We hope somebody been encouraged. We hope somebody been renewed. We hope somebody has been enlightened by what the Amen. Bible says and not what man said. Let man ain't got nothing to say to condemn the Bible. The Bible convicts man and let right. him know you're a sinner. 